Jesus. Oh, I've already offended people. Yeah. <sighs> I, like, I just can't help it. I don't know why I'm just, like, drawn to that. They do say that, like, if you have a dark sense of humor, it's, like, the earliest signs of dementia. <laughs> I can totally, I can totally understand, dude. Because I, I walk yeah. from here to the kitchen and just stare at stuff because <laughs> I forget why I went in there. No, I feel that, man. Absolutely. Like, like I'm I, in my 30s. Do you know how many I do times, that all the time. How many times I go upstairs... I'm just like, why did I? And then you come downstairs and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I remember now. You go upstairs and do the exact same thing again. Like, yeah. The worst, the the worst for me, currently, is watching my hairline recede. Oh, dude. Because like you I just and, gotta chop that shit. In well, there's bald. no. But the thing is, there's no males in my family that are bald. We all keep our hair. So I'm not worried about having like a weird hairline to the point where I got to shave my head like you. Yeah. Even though I think, was it a conscious decision for you or did, or did you start Fuck losing the hair? Dude. It, it, dude, it's, it's one of those things that it, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you like, just started losing it? I don't know. Like I, for, you know, for, I really only had my hair for like, a couple years when I was a teenager, because before that I was always cut super short anyway. Always, right. like, pretty much skinhead all the time until I was, like, a teenager and shit, and I was like, oh, I got hair, and I was like, now I don't. <laughs> like, so back to this. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, but, no, definitely. I, I, but the thing is, is, Hello? like, Here's, here's me, here's my my outreach. I'm going to be heartfelt with them for once. Oh boy. <laughs> you can be who you want to be. You can <laughs> be who you want to be. Master Wayne. <laughs> like, right? You can be who you want to be, Master Wayne. Michael Caine <laughs> is pronounced my cocaine. <laughs> yeah. My cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Michael Caine. What? So, Mr. Uh, Kane, how do you select the films that you do? Well, what I do is I read, I take the script, and I read the first page, and then I turn it over and I read the last page. And if my character is on both pages, I do the fucking film. Yeah, <laughs> solid. <laughs> That's a pro. <laughs> but uh, but no, what I will say is that anybody who's doing it, don't do any like. At the time, it might be. If, you, if you've got money, if you're flush with cash, then you might want to do, like, plugs or some shit, dude. But everybody knows. <laughs> like, none of it works. <laughs> like, yeah, no, the does, people with the hair plugs and is if ridiculous. It does, you can see it, and it's just like, just, like, just do it. <laughs> just shave your head. Like, and the people who hold on too long, it's like, dude, would you rather be a skinhead or a fucking monk? <laughs> like, uh, totally a monk. <laughs> Right. Monks almost like exclusively don't get pussy. <laughs> like, well, it's the, like the, one of their yeah. things. It's like one of the things that they do is like it's not true. get pussy. <laughs> like, the, like, one I'm... of my favorite lines from any movie. I shouldn't say it's one of my favorite lines. One of the, one of the, one of the best Bill Murray lines ever was in the movie Stripes. Oh, 
when he's down on his luck, just lost his car, his apartment, and his girlfriend all in the same like minute. Yeah. And Harold Ramis comes over, who's who plays his buddy, and challenges <laughs> him to do, you know, uh, five push-ups on the ground. And he bets him money, and he does it, and he wins the money. And he's like, I'm going to do something, or I'm going to be dead before I'm 40. And Harold Ramis goes, you join a monastery. And Bill Murray goes, have you ever seen a monk get wildly fucked by a bunch of teenage girls? And Harold Ramis goes, no. He's like, well, so much for the monastery. <laughs> yeah. That, but that's what I was saying to the missus the other day. I was like, don't you think it's weird? Like, so now, like, I think, I think it, it, I'm not saying it's never been a thing, but I'm just saying that I think it's more of a recent thing where we're so into like aesthetics and looks that we're like, you know, good teeth, good head of hair, like, and that's the only way that you're gonna be, you know, like a ladies man. But if you actually like assess that like critically, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, Bill Murray, like terrible hair, Arnold Schwarzenegger, terrible, yeah, like should you know be what bald. I mean? Yeah, he'd yeah. be so much scarier. Oh man, yeah, I'm glad he isn't. Imagine a bald Terminator. No, no, no. Ew. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not a real thing. Like, it it was like Gene Wilder, like just like oh, like Seinfeld, bro. <laughs> like like they all have receipt. You're 100 like, correct. All like receding hairlines. Danny DeVito. The, the one thing I will say is those particular... I'm the celeb- trash man. <laughs> those particular celebrities, like, if so it hits you there, right? But the thing with it is actually a gift, right? Because when mm-hmm. you look at it, they don't get any older than that. That's, that's true. You know it's I mean? kind it's of a timeless a, thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he looks I mean, the same. Patrick it's... Stewart's been the same age for the past 50 years. Exactly. <laughs> they look exactly the damn same the whole time, right? Whereas those, like, guys who do have that, then there's going to be a decline. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Severe. You know? That's, a, that's how I was looking at it. I was like, that's fucking crazy. I never thought about it, but then I was like... I was watching uh, Bruce Willis, and I was like, "Bro, like when you re- like you don't pay attention to it." <laughs> but like, when he you- only comes off as old when he's playing an old character. Like, yeah, in uh, Good Day to Die Hard, when he's playing old John McClane, he comes off as old John McClane. He still kicks the shit out of everybody, but yeah. he comes he comes off as old John McClane. But when you see Bruce Willis out in the world, it's like, oh, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. He's yeah, gonna be one hundred and seventy years old. Like, oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. It's it's just the, it's a crazy thing that you're like, oh well, nobody like that successful or has success with it. It's like, bro, like almost exclusively all of those like huge like stars mm-hmm. had like that shit going for them. And I'm almost I'm almost convinced that uh, Stallone's got like something going on. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that dude. Has, the, I mean, there's those Stallone genes. I mean, look at his brother, they, who is aging far less gracefully. Yeah. But they, you know, they have full head of hair. They're, they're both. Yeah. Probably rolling in it, both what yeah. you're thinking but, and money. 
But look at him. You sick look at bastards. Them. You can see the decline in them more. Truly, than, yes. Say, mm-hmm. like Bruce Willis. Compare like Bruce Willis to like Sylvester Sloan or John Claude Van Damme. Van Damme had it the worst. Oh my god, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he, gone bald. Because he was once called pretty. Yeah, at one point. Now right? he's just now he's just called and now haggard. And now it's like yeah, but that's what I mean. That's what happens to you. <laughs> he's fucking Whereas, haggard. Like, yeah, you might have been like prettier than Bruce Willis, but not anymore. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? Like now this happened. Exactly. It's like an event. So the, I think that the earlier it happens, the the better. <laughs> right. Truly. Like, Bite that bullet. Well, now that we've thoroughly confused all of you, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Uh, from The Lad. Yep. I'm Jason. Sitting on to my left is The Lad. That's it. <laughs> That's Warren. What's up? And um, yeah, we're just here to uh, talk some shit on irrelevant topics and talk some cool stuff on relevant topics. Mm. Uh if you're here for any reason, thank you. If you're here for poignant, deliberate, insightful commentary, you should probably click away now. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. sure there's a podcast out there for you, but this may not be the one. That's if you're here to have some fun and talk about just about anything, but mainly mixed martial arts. Yeah. If I, Enjoy. If this is an entry point for anybody to potentially join us for a live stream, I would say that I'd go about it more like watching it with friends in a bar. Yes, that is exactly so the way we'd like it to feel. If you are able to watch the fight, that is always better. We try our best for those who can't, but if you're watching it, you're going to have a much if, if you're gonna have a much better time watching the fight with, you know, with fucking super responsive. So like getting on some conversation, man. We'll talk some shit. Exactly. And have some fun with it, man. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday night after all. Comes, uh, exactly. Comes around once every seven days, so we gotta make the most of that. Yep. And with the live streams and everything, we'll link the YouTube channel. I believe it is already linked in our. Uh, anchor account here big shout out to anchor um which is the podcasting app we are currently using um it's a dope little app i think Uh, this is the first time that we've uh that we've used that we've literally used anything to help us yeah we've we've uh we've pretty much been doing any podcasting or any video of anything any any sort of media production um, yeah, where been, we've actually used something as it's intended. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been going uphill for a long time. For quite a long time. Um, so this podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Uh, thank you very much to Anchor. Yeah, man. And you could be doing what we're doing in like three seconds. Literally three seconds. Here's a uh, short clip to tell you how. Again, thank you very much to Anchor for allowing us idiots to speak into a microphone and have maybe some people listen to it. Good stuff. So the uh, purpose of this channel and this particular podcast is to discuss mixed martial arts uh, with a focus on uh, 
Well, with a focus on MMA events, not just a focus on UFC, because there's obviously a lot of stuff that we that we take in and ingest as fans of the sport. Um, if you don't know what MMA or any kind of MMA stands for, mixed martial arts. Um, this is you might just stumble upon this. What's the lag? So, uh, mixed martial arts. Um, essentially, it is. Style bending. It is using many different styles to accomplish a goal. And uh, the Ultimate Fighting Championship and organizations like One, One FC, Bellator, there's a whole bunch of other ones out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all like of those. Warriors, all, yep, all those guys. <laughs> all of those organizations uh, championing, championing mixed martial arts styles. Um. I am a big dude, and I adopt a lot of smash and grab if I ever get into a fight. I'm not at all trained in any way. Warren has some uh, training in kickboxing and boxing and stuff like that. Um, well, there's no experts on this side of the phone. Nah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm t- there's enough guys doing that. We uh, we are purely here to... I mean, we'll, we'll comment on stuff if we see it, but we're... We're not your typical pundit. We're going to just be... There's always going to be beers present. And we mm-hmm. want to have fun with it. And I'm not... <laughs> like, yeah. every in, in I hate in a sport as volatile as... Com, combat sport as a whole. I can't stand people who speak with certainty about what's going to happen. Because that's why we're watching. Oh, exactly. It's because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You could have a strong feeling you could lean towards a guy but at the end of the day you never know you know what i mean and that's why we watch yeah exactly that's what makes the sport exciting and so i'm never gonna you know we're not the type of guys who snark at you know people have done it in the past and they've been like terribly wrong you got buster douglas andy ruiz you know uh muhammad ali back when he won his first title Nobody thought that was going to happen, you know, and the experts always know until they don't, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I, we we don't pretend to know. No, but we ha- we we voice our opinions and shit. But m- for the most part, we we see it from both sides. Um, we do have our favorites here and there. Oh, of but, course, <clears throat> but yes. we're only humans, so precisely. And and to your point of trying to uh, trying to sort of. I suppose we'll never rid the sport of ne- of negativity or, or social media of negativity, but what we want to what we want to have with with this podcast and also the corresponding live streams and uh, and video podcasts, which will be available to watch. Yes, I will have another beer um, on our YouTube channel, the the Lab YouTube YouTube channel. We want to bring about less. Um, negative commentary and bring about more um discussion about about yeah. the about the commentary instead you could always write oh this guy fucking sucks and comment on a video i want to know why why do you yeah. think that way what what evidence do you have that or, makes yeah. you feel like that and then we can talk about we can talk about we're not going to say you're right or, or wrong or if you're gonna say well, if something you're... as blank as that, 
at yeah. least be willing to hear out the guy who has the knowledge to explain to you as to all the reasons why that guy doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. Um, if exactly. If you train a little, or you aspire to train and never get to it, or you just love combat sport as a whole, I mean, it's always good. I mean, you'll probably get into it the same way most guys do. You'll appreciate knockouts, and you'll appreciate people like Mike Tyson. Like, you know, and, and we all do. We all still do, but the deeper you go down the rabbit hole of learning to change your mind and accept, like, what reality is. Right. You know, and that comes with real-life situations, too, and, and in your on a personal level. And the less of those that you have, the harder that might be. But, like, when you understand, like, the wide, varied base of, like, humans mm-hmm. and what one guy can do that another guy can't and how... You know, Mike Tyson could lose to a guy that's ninety pounds. <laughs> then I, I'm not sure that, that would ever happen. But I'm sure, in a, the world we live in, you can't exclude it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's not possible. With, with all the with all the things, you know what I mean. And that's a bad example because I mean, it's Mike Tyson. But right, I think that sends a strong, a, a strong message. Well, it's that. it's exactly it's exactly the 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 point. Like, the point of us doing this podcast and watching these UFC events, we do uh, fight most fight nights, uh, but all of the numbered UFC events that are within our time zone, which is 95% of them. Yeah. And it's very, very easy for us to just kind of sit and, like, you know, okay, and discuss what's going on between the two of us. Yeah. However, once there's the bar aspect of it and everything, that's a great way to, to, to put it, you know, sitting at the bar with, with people, because you could be there with someone you know, but you also are around people that you don't. And I'm I'm a firm believer in the really the only democratic conversation you could ever have is at the bar. Yeah. Because everyone is at their most the simplest (laughs) in some cases and and to be real about it and and that's what that's what we want to try to do um so with that being said this weekend is uh ufc 243 yes yeah 242 was the last one so 243 uh who we got in the card there war um I know it being in uh, it's in the Marvel uh, venue over there in Australia, so we're gonna see a lot of. It's a big event, <clears throat> um, like sorry, like crowning back to uh, the upset of uh, Ronda Rousey by uh, Holly Holm. We have uh, you know, it's just got since then I mean that that had record breaking thing for a women headliner mm-hmm. you know? oh yeah totally um, which for, for one I'm gonna go on tangent just because I think one thing that MMA doesn't get a fucking lick for because if football would have done it or anything else it's the one sport where the women's league is not telecast on another network or on a less of a thing or the World Cup's held on a different year or a different month or... Right. They are in there with them. They are, yeah, they're 100% equal. And 
you know, they all get the same exposure and shit like that. And I think that that's one thing in this time where everyone's looking for something to complain about. I think that's one thing that people should be happy about. <laughs> exactly. Yes. hundred um, percent. But yeah, so, it, you know, it's, uh, it's looking to have a record breaking gate here. Um, Absolutely. And we've got a lot of Australian and New Zealand born fighters uh, coming in on this card. So expect the crowd to be pretty rowdy all night mm-hmm. I mean in the prelims <clears throat> uh, for whatever reason after I just said that uh, Megan Anderson is the very first fight on the prelims which I think she's fucking she's awesome oh my god she's yeah. very good she's amazing for featherweight she's a tall rangy fighter and she can turn it on like like her last fight was unfortunate yeah it ended against spencer right the toe drag yeah on the eyeball um but i mean that was totally unintentional when the fight had to be stopped and you know but yeah no she's she's the shit so that's gonna set this that might have been why they did it because it's just gonna set the crowd off right away it'll it'll definitely set the tone for the rest of the the event an aussie girl going in there against the Zara Baron DeSandros butchered that, but we're just gonna call it DeSandros. Um, you know, then we have Brad Riddell, only two wins in the UFC, or that might be his entire career. Sometimes they mix this up to whatever looks favorable, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just the wins you have in the UFC, sometimes it includes your entire MMA record. When you get up there in the rankings, they like to show your entire MMA record because sure. it looks like you've, you know, it looks like you've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Brad, Brad's only had two fights in the UFC. He's one bow, and then we have uh, Jamie Malarkey, which is a great name. I love that. <laughs> um, he's twelve. Stop Malarkey. Twelve and two. Mm. You know, so that's still that's a, definitely an impressive UFC an record. Impressive record. Uh, Callum Potter at welterweight versus Maki Patolo. Those that I mean, welterweight is uh, is just the fucking. Those guys are all murderers. <laughs> like, yeah, the welterweight, the welterweight class in UFC like, is their welterweights are big enough that they just they probably steamroll all the lightweights and featherweights, but still big enough that they would put up a fight. Yeah, against a heavyweight. heavyweight. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's that one seventy division is when you look at someone, and right now it's not favorable. Though I am anticipating his return, like Tyron Woodley. I mean, the you know a lot of people are hating on Tyron right now, but at the end of the day, Tyron is a smart fighter. Who he's a, he's a rare mix of shit because he's a he's a very smart guy, who has a crazy knockout power with his overhand right, right that everyone knows is coming and everybody eats it because he's that fast so he's powerful he's fast he's got great jujitsu. his wrestling is insane like if you were to create a character on the UFC game like you would create it would be Tyron Woodley yeah no, true he's like he's the most jack guy at that division and Usman and his fight was weird to me um I believe what Tyron said, he just kind of slept that fight. He just kind of was like, wasn't ready to be in there. You know, sometimes that happens, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see him back. But um, 
anyway, yeah, I think that the welterweight division is just like that 170 pound thing. Because these guys are walking around heavier than that, lighter than that. But I think that that line is you're the, just You're, you're medium, just right? light enough to not be outwardly intimidating with your shirt on. Yeah. But also heavy enough to relocate the mm-hmm. spinal column and skull of just about anyone that yeah. would be foolish enough to try you yeah. in any situation. Yeah, I think it's a good weight to a, a like that weight is a good weight to aspire to if you're lighter than that because obviously if you're heavier than that you already have the the knockout ability but I think also the ability of being as light as they are adds into a lot of technique oh, the speed the speed aspect of it is so and the last fight on there is another welterweight fight back to back welterweights we have uh, Jack Matthews and Rostam Ackman uh, again Ackman is uh, 6 and 1 and um, against uh, Matthews is 14 and 4. Uh, that'll lead us into the main card where we'll have this kicking off with. Uh, we have uh, Jorgen De Castro versus Justin Taffer. Justin Taffer is a heavyweight 3 0 against 5 0 in Castro. Uh, Luke uh, Jamu. Sure. He is uh, thirteen and four versus Diego Lima, fourteen and seven. That's going to be interesting. Another welterweight fight. Oh, that's um, a killers on the card. <laughs> heavyweight. This is where it's going to get interesting. You got Ty Tavasa. I like that guy. He's just uh, for heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a fun he's a fun guy to watch against uh, Sergey Spivak. Uh, nine and one. So. Yeah, we'll see that. One more win and one less loss. So they're pretty tied there with the records. Um, I mean, with the heavyweight division, it's like you. It, oh, anything. You never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Like it, the you know, like they never, they hardly ever go to decision. Just like the heavy, just like heavyweight boxing. Yeah. They ne- hardly ever go to decision, and it literally could come from anywhere. Like, yeah. No, it could. Yeah. Is the I love. I mean, it's always a be- in combat sports. The usually the heavyweight, usually heavyweights the the benchmark of the sport. Yeah. Unfortunately, because you know sometimes, sometimes your your main fighters and your your top fighters are in a welterweight division, sort of like the UFC. I mean, the excitement comes in that division, absolutely. Yeah. But heavyweights are just so much fun to to watch. Yeah, they're, they're nice to have <laughs> like in there. Throwing this these these meteorite oh. these meteorite punches that literally take your friggin' head off, and the dude that's getting hit with it literally takes it. Like it's yeah. just it's gladiatorial yeah, combat. It's just it's, mass versus yeah. mass. It's, uh-huh. it's intense. It's like watching two rhinos go at it. Man, Not the, go at it. What the f- damn the, it. The co-main. I'm pretty excited for is Ala Quinter versus Dan Hooker. Ooh. And uh for those uh some back on that is that's Ala... a, that's lightweight, right? Uh yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. So I'm learning. Some background on that is Ali Quinter um he arguably has the best performance against Khabib Magomedov in a title fight. Okay. Um he was one of the only guys who really pushed Khabib to 
engage on the feet and really you know went five rounds with him like stay and, off the ground and yeah and he had a you know he just had the perfect all round game to just make it continue and that was the best performance against him so that's something he's really got going for him also you know he, he's he's a really good striker and wrestler so um but somebody like Dan Hooker Dan Hooker the first fight I saw of his was against uh um fuck oh what's the uh, uh Barbosa Edson Barbosa that was it uh Edson Barbosa has notorious kicks like just breaks people with them uh, he's ended plenty of fights with leg kicks uh it just which is just, insane yeah just a horrible horrible thought of how much power and how much speed he's able to get these off with and one thing like Dan lost that fight via stoppage um I, I don't think it was really on his uh choice that he gave up he actually soldiered on through a lot of that um but he soldiered on to a point where you looked at him and you were just like if Edson Barbosa can't put this guy to sleep you know can't put this guy away and make him give up after this many brutal kicks I mean is there anything worse anyone could do to him that's gonna make him quit so you know you can't make him quit sure you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so somebody like Aliquinter who likes to go five rounds who likes to go here I mean I'm just wondering is he got anything harder than that to hit him with that's a good point um, because if not, then I I imagine whether Dan's broken, bruised, or bloody, or completely gassed, I could see him still being there in the fifth, and like still pushing forward. <laughs> and yeah, and you know, it, he puts it all out there, which is something that fans love to see. And then of course, following that, fucking, in, that, that's going to be an intense one. And then straight after that, we're going to have. Uh, fucking Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya which is what everyone has been talking about <laughs> so that's gonna be Yo. <laughs> that's gonna be one of its own I think to talk about but yeah so I won't go into that too much but uh, yeah it's a night of uh, some great fights though absolutely alright we're gonna take a short break here uh, brief word from our awesome sponsor for this pod for this particular podcast Anchor We'll be back with some in-depth looks at um, the main cards. Co-main and the main card here on The Lad. You watch any sort of sport where it gets violent or people get hurt. I feel think a reason that like people of our age, like can, whereas like a young kid will be like, oh, well, I could do this, I could do this. I think the reason that people around our age will be a bit more like humble, like, even be able to like empathize with that feeling is because of all the stupid shit that you did like you didn't just sit inside all day on, on your phone and yeah bullshit or like when you went out you didn't just you didn't have much you know you weren't going to fucking starbucks and shit you were out there trying to ollie over rakes and <laughs> landing flat on your ass because or jumping, or for me, for me, I wasn't a skateboarder kid because I was top heavy. So I was, I tried skateboarding and everything, and like, I could roll on a board and everything, but it was always sketchy. Like I was always af, I was always like, 
uh, right on the verge of falling the whole the whole oh, time. Yeah. So I got really into riding my bike, and I got like I wasn't doing the crazy shit that these guys are doing, but okay. I could drop in on vert, and I could, you know, I could drop, I could roll in on roll in on vert, and I could, you know, jump box jumps and stuff like that. I could, yeah. you know, I my the biggest thing that I was ever able to do was a bar spin. Nice. In the air, yeah. like get get it so I could I could spin my bars and that was it. Couldn't do yeah. anything else. And like, my whole thing was, like the first thing that I ever tried to do, was jump the bike, because my buddy Andy was super good at it. Like he would race BMX and stuff. Yeah. So he was always like we were always making jumps and shit out in front of out in front of his house, and. Not like jumps that kids that kids have today, like that you could go buy the vacuum molded yeah. shit. No, it was like, hey, uh, I found this length of fence out there, and I've got some cinder blocks. <laughs> okay, let's go. Or the worst one was when my buddy Tony's dad, but his Tony's dad, my buddy Tony's dad was a gearhead, so he had these uh, oh, these yeah. old like really old rusty galvan like rusty yet galvanized which i'm not sure oh how that God. works steel uh car ramps that you roll the car up into and they were like one piece bent at the top and we figured that three cinder blocks high on their side was exactly enough to get that top part level and this thing was like it was super not what 11 year olds should be jumping on and we set it up at the end of Andy's driveway, and it was barely wider than the tire of the bike. <laughs> it was maybe it was enough to roll a car tire up on, and not very yeah. much else. And so, like, I'd never jumped my bike before in my entire life, and here I am, staring down like a thirty-foot drive, a thirty-foot-long driveway, trying to hit a fucking popsicle stick. <laughs> Might as well have been. And I'll never forget, like, my buddy's like, come on, go, go, just do it. And Andy does it. He does it perfect. Tony does it. He does it perfect because he's a fucking redneck. And I go, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I go down. I bomb the hill. My tire hits it, My tire hits the jump. And since I'm bigger than everybody, I didn't take that into account. Because even though I'm 11, I'm nearly six feet tall at that point in time in my life. I'm like five nine. Everyone else is barely five feet tall. Yeah. I'm over two hundred pounds at that point in my life. Everyone's like a buck oh five. So when I hit the ramp, my momentum just just blows the ramp apart. Yeah. <laughs> like I hit it. I hit the yeah. ramp and my tires didn't even go up off the ground. I just took the ramp out. Oh, and it came up over my front tire. And the top part of that metal of that metal ramp hit me right in the forehead and knocked me back off of the bike. And everyone's like, oh my god! Yeah. And I'm laying there in the middle of the street. And then from that point on, all I ever wanted to do was jump my bike. Yeah. Like I wanted to get it so bad. So it's like I championed these people when yeah, I was. Yeah. I never was good enough to do anything like that. No, but it was like, we fucking that all that technical shit. Like, it looks super fun in the balls and shit. But when Travis Pastrana did the first backflip on a motorcycle, I lost my shit. Yeah, I think like, uh, like dirt tracks and shit. Like, uh, like being like pump tracks are really really fun because you can do them 
Yeah, we you used know, to have you can one. You ride them, like, however you want, because you don't have to, like... Something like this, like, you have to know what you're doing. You can't go in there as, and, and ride a fucking bowl like that with, like, without that skill set that they have. Mm. Like, you just can't do it, but, like, a, a pump track, you can, like, you could fuck up a jump, but they're all tabletops, so... Yeah, they're not, not, not gonna shit. hurt you too bad. You're still gonna be on the ground. If you don't get enough speed, you'll just roll over it. Yeah. Like, but, there yeah, was that's, a... like, one of the most therapeutic things in the world, is, like, it just feels so good riding, like, uh, like a fucking pump track, and once you get that initial part down and you're not pedaling and the bike's just sort of pushing itself mm -hmm. forward. That's like awesome. Yeah, we had I a... need that for skateboards. I can't believe that's not a thing. I can't believe it either. Because one of the best things I've ever ridden that I, I don't have because finding a place to ride it is like near to impossible impossible is uh, longboard. Oh shit! Yeah, you gotta live with those, those like wide roads and hills. Those are <laughs> that's so, not here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> those are so fun, like, because it's just like a surfboard on the concrete, and so like, and the wheels on those are like this fucking big, and just solid rubber, like mm. and soft rubber too. So it doesn't even have to be a super smooth surface. And they just roll for days, and you can just literally, like, almost turn on a fucking dime on those things. Like, you fucking kick all the way back, like, lean, and you'll just mm. all the way around. It's fucking so Yeah, that was the, that so was the, awesome. um, when I tried skateboarding, that's what I, that's what Andy's dad, stepdad at the time, gave me to ride. And I was like, ooh, fuck around with one of those ones. But he, yeah. was like, he was like, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ride one of these. Yeah, they are. Like, that was one of the only ones I could actually. I mean, I could roll, like I said, on the little one. Yeah. That was when I could actually, like, go down a small hill and keep my balance and, yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I think it was like. Not last summer, but the summer before when I got my skateboard, like yeah, we yeah, because we were talking about we were talking about we still have to do that. Right, like we were shooting out. There's a nice little, uh, little. Uh, it's not barely a skate park really, but it's a nice little, uh, little setup over in. I think it's like Lidditz, just outside their library. There, it's like brand new, mm. and towards the end of the summer when the weather was kind of. Here or there, we'd like go out there first thing in the morning, like, and I just have like be there for hours, <laughs> just like the there's parts of it that are awesome, and then there's parts of it that are just like super frustrating. So like, it's a really cool setup because it's kind of set up like uh like a miniature like competition thing, like when they do like the like BMX like indoor. Yeah, shit. they have like the boxes and all that. Yeah, stuff. so it's like set up like almost like a. There's a route, kind of. So, mm. you start off up on the top, where there's a ton of space for, like, people to sit around and shit. And it's, then there's the, there's a stair set with a rail. And then there's, like, a drop. And then there's, like, a flat bank. And then, off the flat bank.
has a like a a small quarter pipe here. Then there's the box. Can over you drop here. in? And uh, yeah, but I wasn't about to do that. <laughs> when I say I can, I mean I have <laughs> to do it. It's a sketchy fucking thing, man. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but like the material that the ramp's made of will do like wonders for your confidence. Like, cause in an actual indoor place, it's gonna be wood. And that just makes you feel like I can do whatever I want. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's when it's hurt. concrete, it's like there's a lot of consequences. This looks fucked up. I know what blood looks like on concrete. Yeah. <laughs> like I can like see Don't. it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but um, off the flat banks though, like and then at the bottom there's a half pipe that's like open. So and it's kind of set on a downward like gradient. That's cool. Man. That's we'll that the, the and um so i that's how i was like getting the feel for it because instead because there's nowhere for me to ride flat because that's what i was gonna do was just get a feel for my board originally and then i was gonna just work my way through each thing because i already i was already pretty confident that i could still ollie because i'd just done it for so goddamn long that it's just still there like even although even without having one, I just knew that I could do it. Um, like the other stuff, like uh, like I always the kickflip is easier than like the pop shove it, just because like if you've ever tried to pop shove it and got a clean side profile of your board to your shin you don't want to ever just, do it again yeah it's just like you're like it half the time like you know what it is when when people say that they can't pop shove it it's not that they can't it's not that they're doing anything wrong it's because they don't want to yeah it's their it, brains they, telling yeah, them it literally is it's like a last minute they can say that they want to all the way up to the point where they hit the ground and then as soon as they touch that tail down and go for it their brain will go, no, 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 no. And then they push it. They're like, why does the board always go away from you? It's because you're pushing it away. Because you don't want to do it. Dude. Subconsciously, your brain's like, that's a, it's it, moving it, fast yeah, and that's like, going to hurt. It legitimately is. Why? And uh, Whereas like a kickflip, I mean, that can, that can still go bad, but it's like, I mean, you're just going to land on your ass, you know, which is actually probably way more dangerous because if you land like side on the board slip back smack your head it's <laughs> like mm -hmm. you're dead but uh <laughs> no that used to be real fun though like just getting the feel for the board and after a while like once i'd gotten like more of a, a feel for it like i said because this one's like a super touchy board like you can move around on it and shit and it rolls real good so i would like fucking pound like a good three pushes up to the flat bank then like lean in real fucking hard and that's like the most awesome feeling because you're not really doing anything but for you know somebody who used to do that shit with that's one thing with guys that it just never goes away and i think it's something that like women don't understand is that when i do that in the back of my mind <laughs> it goes <laughs> 
could go pro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally it go does, pro. Like with everything, with everything I do, everything I do, it just takes one awesome section of it, and I'm just like, and I need it. Like I need that part of it for me to do it. If, if I don't feel that, it's in, in got, it has to second, be there. Like I can't do any of the other stuff, but I can do this part. And it's just every time I'm doing, I was like, can't give up yet. <laughs> no, We're gonna yet, make man. it. We're gonna make it. And uh, yeah, but just like bombing down there, you just feel like the the like you just feel the speed that you generate when you push down into it. And it's like fuck, that feels awesome. And then. You realize that you're mm. heading straight into open mouth half pipe <laughs> on a downhill and you're going real fast. And at this point, this was like, because before then I'd just been warming up. And so when I'm hitting the open mouth uh, half pipe at the bottom, I was literally going up maybe a quarter of it, like literally just where the thing went up. By the yeah. time I got to the bottom, I was literally just doing that. Wasn't even the rails up here. I was, wasn't even going near the rail. And that was my practice run over and over and over, and I got comfortable, and then I fucking leaned into it, like pumped it real good, and now I'm, and I'm just looking at it as I'm getting close. I'm, and the thing is, is not to psych yourself out, so I'm trying to remain completely confident, and I'm completely confident until I get down there, and then my brain's like, because uh, I was like, I know how to come back down, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I've got everything down, I've done it a bunch of times. And I'm, I'm like heading towards it, and my brain's just like, "You're gonna get air." And I'm like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> like, because that's just something that I've never done on a bar is get air, and it just doesn't sound fun. Especially on a, especially on a fucking on a skateboard. On a skateboard, it's sketchy like that's like Tony Hawk shit. People <laughs> like, like that's a new world. I'm not ready the, for that world. The, <laughs> like, like the perception, the perception on of like when you see someone do it. It looks like the board is velcroed to their feet. But I challenge anybody this. Go to a skate park. Tell me how many people you see getting there. There's not many. Well, that was nearly me. That was nearly the one guy at the goddamn <laughs> skate park getting there. That's how fucking like, scary of a thing that was. So I tried to like... I, I knew that I didn't want to jump off the board because I didn't want to twist my ankle and shit because I was going. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, like, my board was still brand new, so I didn't want to, like, hit the tail down and, like, launch it. So I kind of just had to, like, jank it up a little. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just carve break, a tad. Break and... it up. And uh, I still went pretty high and, like, just felt my wheel, like, just click the rail. And then when I came back down, I actually... Cause, cause my wheel clicked, and I wasn't wearing skate shoes. I was wearing sneakers. My <laughs> my feet had slid like a tiny amount, so that when I came back down, oh, I actually nose manualed. <laughs> and I didn't. There's no a thought again. Could go and pro. I, and I didn't notice because it just because it happened like so fast. And there was all that momentum. It felt like my back, my wheels were on the ground, but I'm stood over the back bolts, and then it wasn't till I hit the flat. And I felt the tipping point go. <laughs> I realized, like, oh, oh shit. And then uh, that was the end of that day because I was like white as a oh. sheet, dude. Those moments where you're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're going out. You're, you live in the closet now. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, he does. He lives in the spare room closet. Yeah, no, that's where my when I the last time I rode a bike. 
Last time I rode a bike was a week before I got my driver's license. So, it, admittedly, in hindsight, the bike was probably going in the in the back shed anyway. But I was like still riding the bike and everything, and was riding around because we used to, there used to be a really like there used to be a DIY skate park that was by the it was in the not used section of the tennis court up you ever been in the Cleona Park like where, near where near where I live currently <clears throat> there was this disused section of that so it was all the like shitty kids and everything okay <laughs> they built it and they got permission from the people that owned it even though they probably shouldn't have because we all got just super fucked up there all the time. Yeah. Come home bloody and all kinds of things, trying oh, shit on there. But didn't you, the accident that I got in didn't even happen there. We were we were fooling around. I was that was the day I learned how to drop in or there's a little there was like a little mini ramp there. It was a six foot mini ramp, it was an East Coast six foot, so it was seven foot tall. So it was really like legit. And I learned how to drop in that day and I was like super pumped and everything. That's the worst. Yeah. And no, riding worst. home yeah, riding home with too much fucking confidence oh is the worst gosh. thing ever. Yeah. And I'm I'm like trucking home with my with my buddy Mike. And Mike just rode his bike. Didn't ever really do anything. And there's this hill right before the police station. Big long hill. And I'm bombing the living shit out of it. Like I'm fully no brakes, just full yeah. pedal down the hill. Just to see how fast I can go. Yeah. And I'm shooting down this hill. And it's the bottom immediately. You either have to keep going straight or you have to take this hill wide enough to be able to make the turn past the police station. And I go to make the turn past the police station and it clicks in my head. Oh, you should pedal one more time. And I did. And I was going so fucking fast. It didn't even... Yeah, the pedal didn't even matter, and my foot went right to the pavement, and the the sheer force of that threw my foot down, threw my knee to the ground, and shoved my shoved my right my left leg underneath the peg in the back, and I'm full racked balls onto the onto the center pipe of my bike. Going probably like 35 or 40 miles an hour. Right. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. It probably wasn't mad. that fat. But on a bike, you feel like you're going like a thousand miles an hour. Oh, yeah. And like, I did that. I went full chest into my into my handlebars. My leg is just getting cheese gratered on the on the pavement. And I like sweeped, the, sweeped to the left. The bike went out from under me. And I just freaking sledgehammered my skull off of the <laughs> off of the pavement. Luckily, I was wearing a, the dope ass helmet I bought from InGear that I saw Dave Mira wearing because he need I, he needs that. Yeah. yeah, you know because he's now I the, need it. Now, and and, <laughs> and thank God one. I well thank God I had that one because I like sledgehammered my skull off of the off of the pavement to the point where it bounced. And I woke up with six police officers standing around me because <laughs> apparently Mike was in front of me and stopped and saw this happen and he freaked the fuck out. <laughs> and he ran into the police station and said, my friend's dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's got to be dead. <laughs> There's oh. no possible way that he lived. Uh. And again... 
this is, you know, I'm 15 now. So I'm six foot three, 260 pounds, and I'm just like all on the fucking sidewalk. And these big ass police officers pick me up and sit me on the bench that's not there anymore. And I go to the hospital. I crushed my Achilles tendon just from the sheer force of it hitting the peg and getting and getting blown back underneath it. It crushed my Achilles tendon. I couldn't walk. Uh, I had a knot growing on the side of my head that was the size of like half a fucking watermelon. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they thought I had like some kind of subdermal thing, but it was just... I. I literally thought my brain was leaking out of my skull, but I just hit my head that friggin' hard. My mom had to, I had to stay up the whole night, which was the best thing ever because I just played, I played uh, video, a GameCube all night. Remember the GameCube? Yeah, man. And like the next day, I just stuffed the bike in the shed. I was like, no fucking more, bro. Yeah. And like, it was it was a bummer too because my friends came on, on their bike a couple, not the next day because I'm still like stood up and everything. Like a couple weeks later, my friends roll up on their bikes and I'm leaving in my car. <laughs> and they're like, you want to go ride? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go try to get some pussy. <laughs> Like, I've got a car now. Fuck you guys. Yeah, dude. Which is super fucked up to say, but like that uh, was the yeah. that was the last time I I touched a a bicycle for fun. <laughs> like any other time I rode a bike after after that was purely because it was my only mode of transportation. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I'm low on gas and I don't got to go too far, so I'll just get the mountain. And I went from like the BMX. The super dope, like, Haro BMX that I had that I saved up all summer to buy, you know, mowing people's lawns. Yeah. To this fucking, like, this basically, like, lawn ornament with wheels on it. <laughs> like this big, giant, 26-inch wheel, 12 or 13-speed monolith that, yeah. I, <laughs> that I, like, bought at a yard sale or some shit. Yeah, like, man. I used to be so proud. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> Which, oh I mean, it, it makes me confused as to, like, you know those guys that buy those super overpowered cars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's... The, and there, there are people that have no business having 700 horsepower under their right foot. Yeah. And they, like, they go to these car shows and they shit whip themselves over the center median and flip their... $80,000 Mustang or some shit. Yeah. And then they go buy another one. I know. They go buy another one. Like, Stop it. I know. Like, like, I don't know. That that whole thing is like, I feel like someone needs to go into like, for, to like, Bugatti and just be like, like, just no. Like, Stop. what is this for? Why? Like what, why? Like why does what? a six hundred horsepower motorcycle exist? What is the purpose of this? <laughs> like, like what have you made? Because it's not a car. It's a death bro. machine. Yes, yeah, exactly it is what de- it is. It's a, like one of my one of my really my really close friends who's who's gone now is because he lived to be ninety seven years old. His name was Roy Schaefer, and he was a fucking he was a he was a he was a gearhead. In fact. Back in the '60s, he was a salt flat racer for on, on motorcycles. 
So he was like, you know, Vincent Black Shadows and, and, and all of those and all those road bikes. And he him and his friends would just take them apart and make them fast as fuck. Oh man. You know? Like yeah. taking taking like a ninety cc street bike and turn it into like a turn it turn it into like a you know two hundred cc death machine. And he's he, he was He's hanging out with because he used to work with the golf course when I was younger. He's hanging out with all of us young kids who just got their license and just bought their first cars and stuff, and you know, talking about making them go faster and shit. And he's like, you know, boys, certain. He's like, after a certain mile per hour, you're no longer driving; you're aiming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. dude, that makes so much fucking sense. Yeah. He's like, you know, I've been on motorcycles that go faster than any one of your cars. And like, you guys go 80, 80 to 100 miles an hour and you feel like something. Let me tell you, let me tell you one thing. Put that 250 horsepower six inches off your fucking cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and take that, you know, take that, take the handlebars off of your, off of your mom's mountain bike, shorten them up by eight inches and stick them on the front wheel. Yeah, and then point your ass down a salt flat and hit and hit the uh, hit the throttle, bang up through five gears, and just see how fast you go. And we're all like, Roy, that doesn't seem like fun to me. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, that, it was a bunch of fun for me. That's what I well, think every time I see the Rough Riders music video. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that doesn't look fun. It doesn't look. <laughs> it look, doesn't know. Like fucking that dude wheeling a quad bike it's just like no like this is like a nightmare admittedly mine. though like a wheelie on one of those things is probably the safest thing you can do because your back your ass hits the ground and you can literally wheelie going no miles an hour i don't know i don't know if the sport sporty ones do i know like the alter the like i know like the you know, like the work vehicle ones do, yeah. they have that big ass chunk on the back. But like the sporty it, ones, yeah. Don't, they... it, well, don't get those twisted because I fuck myself up on one of those too. Dude, I, <laughs> one of, we used to go out to this. Uh, one of my uh, my next door neighbor, his sister rode horses. So where her, where they were stable at, we would go up there all the time. We were meant to be helping, and we never did. <laughs> We'd just go up there because nobody else was there. Yeah. And we wouldn't do anything to help, and we would just get into all kinds of shit. Well, we found the quad bike, and oh, Christ. we were riding that around, right? And I had this one friend who was just cursed. Like, I have multiple stories <laughs> of this same guy just fucking eating shit. Like no matter the circumstance, like you could have done, you could have put him in the most controlled environment, and he would have just found the most ridiculous way to fuck himself up. And so, it's not even the biggest quad, and the quad itself was big, but it wasn't like a super powerful quad. It was just literally, it was probably on its last legs. It was just for riding around the field to like you know to transport shit from one stable to the other it's just a fucking workhorse yeah and uh so <laughs> we're in the middle of a field like there's nothing around us mm-hmm. and we're all having goes on it yeah you know it's all well and good and he gets on it man. and he does that thing where <laughs> he's he goes around nice and slow for a bit and then he gets confident and then he starts bombing it <laughs> Right, 
And as soon as he gives it any sort of power, now it kind of sounds like a quad bike and not like a, you know, like a castrated fucking yeah. motor. <laughs> like, a Toyota. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> he fucking, you know, he just gives it just some gas. It picks up speed a little bit. And he, not only does he roll it, but he also rolls it into the bushes that separated the field from the train track, which was literally, like, right there. And he's, like, pinned, his leg's pinned under it, and he's in, a like, a thorn bush. <laughs> like, oh, God! And none of us could help him, because we were all too busy pissing ourselves laughing but of what a mess he'd made. At like 10 miles an hour. Yes. <laughs> like, how have you done this? <laughs> you no, he, did, no he did the same thing on, um, one of my friends had a real old, like, race bike, like a, like a, like a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And, you and know, the ones that, like, the road bike, like yeah. Lance Armstrong type, ah. bike, right? And it's old as fuck. And, you know, we take it out ironically, because we've all got, like, BMXs or, like, dart jumpers. And he's found this thing, God knows why. And he's like, oh, bring it out. And uh, we're pushing it round. I think I think there was something wrong with it. We were going to go, like, fix the brakes on it or some shit. So <laughs> we tell him, it's got no brakes. Because we're going to fix the brakes. That's what the whole purpose of it is. So we literally walk <laughs> oh, no. out of the back gate. And out of the back gate, you turn to your left. There's the footpath that comes to a sudden end. Then there's the road that goes on a slight... <coughs> You know, a slight uh, decline, and it's not—it's not big at all. It's just like you're gonna roll down it, and then at the end of that, it's like a like a T junction, like with a, a curb facing right at you, and again another thorn bush. <laughs> and the kid, again, he just sits on it and lets the road do the work for him, and so he's just rolling, like he's not even going, he's just rolling. Now, as he goes, starts rolling, he does eventually pick up some speed, like a like an average bike rider that passes you. Yeah. And he gets to the bottom, and he tries turning the handlebars first. And the handlebars turn, but the wheel doesn't. <laughs> because no. this bike's old as shit, and the, we oh, haven't even no. sounded it yet. And so he panics, clamps the brakes... And the thing carries on going. That was his last chance to do anything. His front wheel hit the curb, flips him into the bushes again. <laughs> and this kid, like, because he was kind of pasty anyway. I mean, in England we don't get a lot of sun, but like, he was particularly pasty. And he was wearing this, he's like, Daywalker. super lanky as well. So he's got this tiny shirt that barely fit him anyway. And now he's just got this nasty ass rash all <laughs> over his body, Christ. like instantly. Like he went in there one way, <laughs> and when he walked out, bro, he looked like the fucking elephant. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck? like I'm just, on. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was bad. Do you know? I, I the same the same kid turned up one time. Like, nonchalantly, we were sat in the school field during the summer. We used to go over there and hang out. It's the only place to hang out. And we were sat out there. We had, like, a disposable barbecue. We had a bunch of beers. And, you know, we probably had, like, our bikes on us as well. And we were just going to be there all night. 
Disposable barbecue? Yeah. Oh, man, they're the best. I, I can't believe you guys don't have no, them. No, I've never heard anything like that. Yeah, man, they make a lot of money off those, and they're awesome. Fucking A. Yeah, it's just like a little, uh, like, tin foil tray yeah. with charcoal in, with the grate on top, and they come packaged like that, and it has a little, uh, little piece of uh, flammable... Uh, like touch paper like, or yeah. something. Yeah. And, yeah, you fucking take that, man. So you can go into, like, they sell them at, like, the supermarkets and shit, so you go into, like, Walmart, let's say, and... You go into Walmart and they'll all be there in the summer, like straight away. Like as soon as you walk in, like so all the other grills and shit, they'll have the disposable ones. They have like ones this big, this big. Pick up that, go get the food you want, and then you just rock off somewhere, and then you barbecue anywhere. It's so awesome. Why the hell is this not? Oh, exist? we used to do that because we used to go out to the to that field, and uh, or we'd go to the park, which is like. The shit people get fingered at the park. <laughs> <laughs> you know they do. Uh, it's so true. It, it is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is not a place for children. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we used to call it, and and for for like an audio podcast, this is going to translate. But we used to call it the park. <laughs> the park. Right. Add suggestive hand gesture in yeah. here. And uh the size of this dude. Yeah, he's uh he's gonna get some speed, bro. Look at him. Oh he's so lucky. What if he would have landed on his knees and then just <laughs> flat on his face. For those Okay, so uh, maybe we should announce that this is a, a, a current segment of our first podcast here on The yeah. Lad. It's not exactly uh, MMA-focused, but we don't claim to be MMA-focused. Yeah, All of this is called The Lad. It's a companion is, fight uh, channel on YouTube. This is the weekly decompression of... Uh, exactly. <laughs> ...before the work we're going to do tomorrow. Precisely. Get to have some beers. But, um, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, so where we would go to like the yeah we would go to the park, and now you're just straight balling, like you know, you know like, you know what you felt like, like you know like a a '90s black guy in white linen in a music video. to men there. No, but, uh, yeah, like, that type of, that feeling of, like, that's what balling is. Yeah. Well, that's what having one of these things is, because you take one of those to the park. <laughs> bro. Oh and God. it is on. They're just gonna come. <laughs> like, More ways than one, I yeah. suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got all night. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Oh, you almost killed me, man. 
but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'd, we'd uh, take one of those over, and uh, <laughs> we would fucking start this thing off, dude. And there was like me and Luke knew how to work a barbecue, <laughs> knew, understood how it happened. And if you're like you would, eight friends, you would leave it, fair right? Enough. You would light this fucking thing, and you would start to drink. And um, so like one of the times I remember most was we went into we we're in the the field of our school off of the track, and our track was just a field with lines painted on it. It wasn't an actual track, right? And uh, that was also the rugby pitch and the football field and mm-hmm. whatever. It was all it was all there. There was a tree in the middle of it. <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. But in the corner was the long jump thing. Okay, with the sand and shit? Yeah, and so we were like, it's dark enough. If you sit in the sand pit, I can, can't even tell we're not at the beach. <laughs> right. So we just all went and sat, sat down over there. You know, we got like the acoustic guitars and shit. We got all the booze we need. Luke brought the food. I got the barbecue. We'd light this thing up, dude. We start drinking. We're all walking around. I think we started a fire as well. We, we literally used to do dumpster fires. You know those like, <laughs> you know the, you know the <laughs> drag a bin over and light it on. Fire. You know like the four Guidos in Rocky. Yeah. The uh, singing a cappella. Yeah. Around the thing. Like literally trash fire, like <laughs> like because everything that people threw away in school was just like apparently extremely yeah, flammable. Yeah, well, shit. <laughs> like so flammable. <sighs> like uh, like crisp packets, just they wanna go. <laughs> Oh god, one of the most flammable things on the planet is an empty bag of Doritos. Yeah, People man. don't realize it's foil. No, it's not. It's mostly plastic. Yeah. Gasoline. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> That's what's in between the foil and the plastic. Yeah. <laughs> a thin layer of gasoline. So, you know, so we That's lit- the title of this podcast. So we lit- we we light the the paper, right? It goes up, the fucking coals are going already. Fucking you know, it's burning. So we we're drinking and you know, waiting for that to get ready. And, you know, we start the fire, we're all fucking bullshit and whatever. Come back. Well, I say come back, we literally turn around. The sand, I mean, you know how big, like, a long jump sand is. I'm yeah. talking like this is, like, a big space. Like, we're all, like, shoulder to shoulder pretty much. But I turn around. And now on the, on that grill, while it's still aflame, is my friend James has put... <laughs> He's put like twelve frozen sausages onto the lit barbecue, so they're just on fire. <laughs> like they're just on fire because he has no idea. He just has no fucking clue. Well, the way you describe James and we like, oh man! Now that we have this podcasting app, you should we'll get that a, crazy asshole. We'll at least do a segment of yeah. story time. But anyway, but yeah, so. He's got the wieners on the bar. Yeah, he's just laid there next to it. <laughs> and we, you know, we're drinking. Each of us had a freely a bottle of White Lightning Cider. And Woof. that thing would cost you like two, like two pounds something. Like, and that is, that's a good starter. Mm-hmm. We, we brought supplies as well. We've got other stuff. Like, and, um, so yeah, he's just sat there, and now we have to fucking wait because they because he put them on frozen during the fire. The one grate we have 
they've now like melted to it because they've defrosted so fast and now we've got to wait for them to kind of cook so we can even scrape them off because yeah. they're just turning into mush so you know we're waiting for that and <laughs> James, James as the flames die we're all sat there talking you know fucking drinking shit people playing guitar and whatnot I think we had like an iPod speaker which was like the biggest thing back then oh hell it was all like, oh, little tiny so things everyone's blasting music and um battery operated he's eating he's just taking pinches of the sausages <laughs> and just begins eating them uh because I mean the flames are out and now he can get to them and he's trying it he's literally trying to eat the part of the sausage that's cooked like stripping it of like the cold <laughs> raw middle oh god and uh it literally took him 15 minutes to make himself horrifically sick. <laughs> like, oh, sure. it worked fast. Like, I I mean, I'd always taken it at face value and obviously, like, raw pork, but... Just I mean, raw meat in general isn't the, probably the best thing to but, eat. I mean, you can't eat it. But when I saw how fast it took action. Um, oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> on, then, a, on a, a ill-prepared stomach, especially the amount of booze he had in it. One of our favorite games <clears throat> was... <laughs> to go to whoever's house you're meeting up at, you would take all of their, like, half-empty, done, like, uh, Lynx sprays. You guys call it Axe. It's, like, the same stuff. Yeah. Take all them body sprays, and we would put them in a plastic bag, and we would go down to this thing we'd call the pit, which sounds ominous. But, like, <laughs> we dug a pit into this hill in one of the parks where so we'd go there and we could like smoke and there were, people would like smell us and, and shit but they wouldn't be able to like see us like when they look like they wouldn't be able to see anything because we dug down into the hill literally like the fucking ninja turtles and um <clears throat> of pot <laughs> yeah so we were down there and what we would do is we would go there we would have a smoke we would start a fire and then we would leave the bag of axe body sprays on the fire and we would just walk until we heard it go <laughs> And uh, this one day, like, I had so many of them. Because I had, like, my brother was living at home. I had my nephews there. So there's, there's like, the, you know, there's deodorant out the ass. Dude. Yeah. And there's a bunch of them half empty, nearly gone. So I Those filled are up, the best. I filled up, like, two grocery bags of these. And we, it was... Oh, shit. This is the problem when you aren't going to college anymore is that you do nighttime things at 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah, so that's, we all get yeah. together and we walk down to the park, which is right beside the school. Like, there's a thin veil of... <laughs> a very thin veil of... Uh, of authority? Like, yeah, of, like, a, <clears throat> a vegetation <laughs> just dividing us <laughs> of, like, the future of the world <laughs> and the people who should have just... <laughs> are just not meant to be part of it and um so we start the fire and we, we don't care so we smoke we throw it in there and uh we, we walk away and dude like we'd never we'd always heard like pops but like we literally walk away dude and this thing the legitimate just started, explosion just started going <clears throat> it was just like <laughs> like fucking shit shooting and these kids all start shitting themselves <laughs> like like the noises is like and this isn't funny but it, it is but but like 
the only like when I when I think of like how horrific no, no, I'm not even gonna describe this that's true what I was about to say but it's not good but like yeah like just legitimate terror though. like just like legit terror and it was like the thing was is we did it and we knew what it was but they were so terrified that it scared us too <laughs> And now we were high as fuck. And we're tripping balls. As like, what, what are they screaming about? <laughs> like, let's go back. What happened? What happened? And I, I love how everybody denies uh, that thing. It's like, oh, well, they'll always return to the crime. Because they do, though. <laughs> you do. Because I have too. to go and see how this turned out. <laughs> like, I have to. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back once more. That's going to do it for us here at The Lad. Thank you very much for sticking around through all those weird conversations. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah. Let's let's do that again. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for those of you who are new to this, again, we are uh, Jason Warren. We make up two parts of the lad mma youtube channel and also the lad podcast make sure you're tuning in we'll have these up for you every friday well i'm sorry uh soon to be every friday evening uh once we figure out this new app from anchor yeah you like how i did that yeah that was good you like that download it download it it. use it if you are at all curious about podcasting if you want to try it if you want to be exposed to podcasts that you may not be exposed to normally if, if you have you, if you download it through listening to this ad we'll we'll listen to it yeah hell yeah absolutely we're looking for that too uh some correspondence would be awesome if you guys like this and follow the link and find our profile on anchor drop us a message we'll absolutely listen to it and if you're that's fifteen dollars, bro. A podcast. <laughs> if you're a podcaster and uh, you have a podcast, we'll absolutely listen to it. So uh, we will see you guys tomorrow for yeah, the man. live stream. We will start the live stream right as the undercards are gone. So I believe it's an eight p.m. start. That's it. Eight pre-limbs. p.m. start prelims, yeah. and uh, we'll be here for the whole thing, drinking some beer, talking some shit. I'll probably be chugging a beer for every knockout. That's it. Like usually how it works. Yeah, man. And hopefully we'll see you there. Peace. I'm not going to end the podcast like that. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fresh on. Alright, we're live. We're live in two places. Yeah. Just gonna assume people are are watching. (laughs) That's what I'm gonna do. Unfortunately, we're coming in one fight behind here. It's the Anderson fight.
Yeah, you kind of called that one. Yeah, man, I... They, uh... They wanted that to happen. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, that's why, okay. Megan Anderson wins via triangle choke. It was textbook. It was pretty dope. We're having some technical difficulties. So bear with us here on the podcast. Listen to the lad MMA. And we're back. We're actually going to come in on a little commercial break here. <laughs> that raping is with commercial breaks right now. Yeah, that's a. I agree. Jibber jabber. They, they came back, through. gave us the results, and I went straight back to commercial. Mm-hmm. No, like, I don't know. Usually they'd shoot you up to the guys at work in the desk to talk shit about the fight. That just happened. Yeah. They fought, but like instead they were just like, here's a gopher. <laughs> here's a gopher. Have a gopher. Go right ahead. Have him. I don't Have know. the gopher. But Megan Anderson won it mm-hmm. with a triangle choke. Yeah. It's got, I don't know. She's, she seems like a giant for that weight class. She's, She's crazy tall. Yeah. yeah, she's she's a very she's a lanky. Yeah, she's a very long woman. Obtuse. <laughs> Obtuse. <laughs> or is it? A, no, is it? I don't know. Well, obtuse would be wide, like past ninety. Yeah. So she might be. No. That's longer. Yeah, it's definitely okay. longer. So yeah, sure, you're right. You're right. You're right, though. You're right. And I didn't know what it was, but it turned out right. Hey, you know. <laughs> countdown to UFC 243. Wait, wait. It hasn't started yet? Hour and a half till the main event, I think, is what they're saying. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused. Here we go. This is where they make out Israel Adesanya to be Jesus. Are they just trying to pad his potential loss? No, it's, it's <laughs> the they're getting behind him, which is you know, which is good. But they're throwing so much into this guy, they're like, basically, he's New Zealand Jesus. He's New Zealand Jesus, you yeah. say? Yeah. Well, that'll do it. It's just devastating when they do this, and then. The problem is it hurts him more than it helps him. Like, it helps him now, but when you have that much hype behind you... Yeah. ...and you lose one fight, you see these guys have a real hard time coming back from it, but when you don't have anybody behind you, like, Mm. when the company isn't trying to sell your ass on every corner, then you lose, 
and people are just like, well, people lose fights. Yeah. But do you know who doesn't lose fights? New Zealand Jesus. He doesn't lose fights. Yeah, that's true. And so when he loses a fight, like, you know what I mean? That's just... These oh. weird standards that people have of, uh... Yeah, no, that's, uh, I didn't really think about, think about the fight promotion like that. Like, that's, that's definitely, uh, a little bit more eye-opening as far as what a loss could do to, a loss could do to certain fighters' career. Like, they they could lose the exact, lose the exact same way in the exact same fashion. I mean... But one guy's career is still uh, intact and one is completely over. A good example... By like on on the on the biggest scale of MMA, and there's other reasons why people should judge this guy. But as far as his losses, Conor McGregor, he lost to Nate Diaz and then lost to Mayweather in an exhibition boxing match that isn't even included in the sport, and everybody's calling him a loser. Everyone's just like, oh, McGregor when did he? Yeah, he just loses fights, doesn't he? He loses a lot. It's like he lost twice, yeah. <laughs> like against one of the greatest boxer. You know, pound for pound of all time is what they're calling him. Yeah. And then the other time against Nate Diaz, who's now just come back, smoked Anthony Pettis, and now he's about to take on uh, Street Jesus. Or Jaime Masvidal. I'm pretty stoked for that. And you know what I mean? So it's like two bad guys. What are Street just Jesus like, would ever go up against? People just won't forgive him for losing. <laughs> Do you know? Right. Yeah, well... And, and also, I mean, even... That is awesome. Yeah, that... That, that is crazy. The graphic that they just did for Israel Adesanya. Yeah, they're doing, like, Dragon Ball Z shit for yeah. Israel Adesanya right now. Well, he's the last style bender, so they're making him look like, you know, uh, Aang from yeah. Yeah. Avatar. Oh, they're actually going through the airbender elements, which is... The water one looks, like, suspiciously like the thirsty emoji. <laughs> and it also looks suspiciously, suspiciously like... What is that? It's Earth, man. It looks like buds. Yeah, it looks like it, it looks like poop. Yeah, it oh, looks like I poop. Thought, I was saying, like... That. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But you see the little puff that, that came out of his ass? Them pots. Like... Them pots. Oh, them been, pots. Oh, them I pots see. he's been smoking. Nah. CBD maybe. Ah, oh, dude, they're all like getting because they, they're all they're all getting high, man, for sure. Cause... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, they just showed him knock da- knock Gastelum down, but they didn't show the fact that he couldn't end the fight. We were talking well, yeah. about that last night. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're gonna show the most favorable moments of this. Well, that's what a highlight reel is, so mm-hmm. I can't hate too much. But yeah, I suppose. But yeah, he's like still there. No, no, like they're, the, the they're more, still showing it. They're the, showing the. They're showing it. The more that I've watched it, the more that I notice how present Gastelum is in those moments. Still, yeah. like he's still very con- for him to do the gum shield thing. Yeah, to get put his, like, to put his guard back in. He's conscious enough that when he fell on his back to correct his gum shield before getting elbowed in the face. I think that's. I think that's pretty conscious. Yeah. Tell me. And then. They're showing Robert Whitaker. Yeah, but look at the fucking animal this dude's in there. Yeah, way. he's taking a part. He kicked him in the butt then. Yeah. Did you see that? 
They didn't teach you that in Taekwondo. No, they really don't. <laughs> they truly don't. <laughs> Justin Taffa versus Organ De Castro. Ah, uh, that name's us so weird. But it's the Malarkey fight. That's what's next, right? Yeah. Rydell versus Malarkey. Yeah. I wish my last name was Malarkey. The, I I think <laughs> that somebody needs to have a word with this whole like J's are Y's and Y's are J's like, and all yeah. of this other letter switching that they're playing at because it makes it very confusing. Like, because then people laugh when like, you can't pronounce their name right because they get to pick and choose when a J's a J. Like, what the hell? A J's a J. And a Yay's a Yay. Excuse me. Dude, these guys look like caricatures. Wait, so this, this is their UFC debut? I guess debut? so, yeah. They got pretty fresh one. records from what I remember. Uh, I forget what it was. I think one of them's had a loss, and the other one's undefeated with two fights, I think. I I really feel like you got to get up over six before you're undefeated, before you put that in yeah. front. Because numerically, yes, but you've only won two. Yeah. And they could have been bullshit. <laughs> Do you know one thing I would say is like how tempting it would be? Let's say that you said, okay, even on like a regional level, you're like, okay, I'm going to take this fight. You go in there, you win, like just knock the dude's block off. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a in, 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 uh, fashion and just end the fight, like textbook, just beautiful technique. Everything comes together, you don't really get hit. Yeah, you know, just your perfect ideal of what you'd want to do to win a fight just right. happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything goes your way. How tempting would it be to just pack it up and walk away with that? Just be like, just, there you go. Yep, there you be. <laughs> Did it, right? Like, Done that. You know, because you see it a lot where guys start off real well. You, you, it goes to both ways. You have guys who have, they I call them like the strugglers, right? These guys who have hit every fucking hole in the road on their career. Yeah. And then find themselves at the top. Like, you know, like, those stories that are just more rewarding, like Andy Ruiz, and, mm-hmm. you know, you got, like, Buster Douglas, all these, like, and even on a less of a dramatic level than that, these guys who, you know, who not just, weren't just always looked at and called the best mm-hmm. that have taken those chances. Why and, uh, yeah, this guy... Wow, okay, that was a... The, <laughs> I've just noticed one. that the UFC must be having such a hard time with advertising that they're selling it to infomercials in yeah. the middle of their... Day. We're, we're watching infomercials. Yeah. I've seen this shit at 3 a.m. in the goddamn morning, this one. I've seen this a yes. billion times. Uh-huh, me too. And they're really going to put this on right now? <laughs> like an entire infomercial? I think it's pretty funny, however, that... The, that this particular pan, he's like, you could burn cheese in it. You could do, but wait, if you're gonna burn the cheese, you might as well turn it into a bowl that you could put salsa in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they told me to put chocolate and marshmallows and graham crackers in this and burn it on, but now I'm gonna make a s'more pie. Yeah. Like, it's, we get it. It's a non stick surface. I completely yeah. understand. 
Like, why would you... Like... That was completely fake. Yeah. <laughs> that was 100% fake. There's no way you could burn plastic onto that and have it come right I, off. I loved the whole... Uh, the sales pitch for ceramic. And they were like, it's on the spaceships. <laughs> they use it on spaceships. And everyone yes. was like, holy shit. Whoa. Like those astronaut pens... Remember those? Oh, uh, yeah, the, uh, the... Oh, that is awesome. The space pens. Yep. The ones that you can use in zero gravity. <laughs> we'll use in a vacuum. That is awesome. Like, do you know how much... don't go through all this, like... Dude, do you know how much money that probably cost them Oh, my God, to, do... to get that edited like that? To get, the, Just... to get those graphics? Oh, man, that was cool. Yeah, it's so dope. Like, do you know what would be more dope? Not watching infomercials. <laughs> like, That's it. <laughs> Just not watching infomercials like, would be dude. more awesome. Yeah. I like do they, agree. That's why we're watching infomercials, because they spent all that fucking money on that animator <laughs> to do that. And now we're watching infomercials. Just to try to... They're, because they can't really... I they, didn't even think that this... Yeah, for trying to... Make money and stuff, isn't that what you guys all do when you're trying to monetize? And oh, sure, absolutely. Money, right? But yeah, they but could. Infomercials. Commercials. <laughs> People make dumb decisions all the time. Money. Commercials are good, but infomercials are not good. Infomercials are meant for free AM. <laughs> In some places, it's almost history. Not here, though. Whew. She's just taking, yeah, she's taking you apart, man. Then she can watch the damn infomercials. <laughs> you wanna buy a kind of watching the infomercials, right? You wanna buy a ceramic pan and help that dude out? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't need a ceramic pan. We have a we have a we have one that kinda of looks like that already anyway. Yeah, there's well I mean all the good infomercial guys they're all in the shadow of Billy Mays. Even though the shadow is in the shape of a prescription pill bottle, but, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to equal the offensive potential of the man sitting to my left. <laughs> Perhaps I shouldn't. Alright. Finally. Finally, we're in the... Finally, we're in the, the, the crushed velvet lapel silk suit arms of Bruce Buffer. Here we go. He's from Pennsylvania? I know. Australia. Oh, I thought he Australia. I know that Bruce Buffer uses that... that pronunciation that he does sometimes to just gloss over the fact that he pronounces their names wrong. Yeah, probably. It just sounded like he was making noise there. That's what I mean. But nobody notices. <laughs> it's impressive. Because it's Bruce Buffer. Like, he didn't know if he was called Chad or Brad, so he just went, Brad! <laughs> and then he didn't know where to put the emphasis on the last name so he just said right down and that is what that's what an old pro can do yep alright so we got malarkey in the black and right down in the white 
Fuck, it looks a lot bigger. Okay, so there you go. That was favorites. a sneaky jab. Malachi one of our, one of our right. favorite striker versus wrestler. He's got a good jab, though. A good lead left. Whoo! Mm -hmm. I want to see. Uh... Yeah, definitely. Malarkey's the Malarkey's the yeah, I think he's got a three inch reach advantage on Rydell. You can see it in yeah, the stance. The, just the jab is touching him. <clears throat> yeah, you can see it in the stance. I mean look, they're on the same too, but there he was too slow. Oh, cup adjustment. Oh fuck. Ooh, good uh, good combo there. Outside leg kick. Riddell's he's just taking me out his hair. When yeah. He's like moving around. Feathered like... and lethal. <laughs> yeah. Alfalfa. Yeah. Alfalfa's been. Look at it. Alfalfa's been training. There's so yeah. much static in there. I wouldn't be surprised. He caught him. With, he caught him with a. He caught him with a. A hook. Malarkey needs to keep working that jab. Because. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, Riddell's uh, ticket to this is that just the way he's able to move forward while punching, which is. Doesn't sound that impressive, but it's it's like. It, it's, it's, a, a, it's something that not everyone. If, if you can move forward better than he moves backwards, which it kind of looks like it. You've got you got a lot of a lot of potential for for <clears throat> for blood. <laughs> I think Malarkey's got like tangled up in his own feet. Every now and again, if if uh, Riddell just explodes at random and comes forward, like Malarkey will hop oh. back. He'll do like a hop, Malarkey... but he isn't gonna be able to like move back. Right, you know, more than a step, more than. And then he gets flustered. Yeah, well, I mean, it just happened. He he got he got tapped with a combo, and then Malarkey immediately tries for the, goes for the takedown, but he got tied up by Rydell there, who has control of that left arm, almost in a very bad way when he took him to the ground with it behind him. Yeah. Would you stop him, Malarkey? That's it. It's literally how you spell the word. <laughs> I can't. If I was the announcer guy, I don't know if I can keep a straight face with some of these names. I mean, you just adopt the you just adopt the buffer method. You you accentuate what's not supposed to be accentuated, and you know clean up your mistakes that way. Oh, Malarkey taps him on the way out. He needs to keep working that jab and working that distance because it's not working, allowing him to to close it. 
Mm. Hello. Look how low Riddell's hands already are. Mm. Yeah. First round. Yeah, the cardio is definitely he's in the black trunks there. He's hanging them under his. Well, because look at look at the, look at what he's throwing. Yeah. He's looking oh, to yeah. end the fight. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, especially with someone who's got. Well, I think they're both fighting at home, right? Uh, oh, both Aussies so. or one's New Zealand. I think like, yeah, I think uh, a lot Red... more uh, pressure. I think Riddell's from Australia, and then Riddell's from New Zealand. I believe. Oh, that was that was so dangerous. There's that jab again. There's Malaki jab. got so lucky when he missed that uppercut that that fucking cross didn't yeah. come and just like because he was in the he was facing in a complete wrong direction by the time he threw that he would have just got laid out that would that would have sucked. Yeah, that's like the worst it's thing to watch. Though. Oh yeah. Oh, when it always you, is. When you see these, those like. There's a knockout, like like the Ben Askren Masvidal thing. Mm -hmm. Just for a second before everyone jumps on the train, pointing and laughing at him like we all did. <laughs> it's yeah. like, imagine being that guy for a second, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a, every joke you've ever laughed at. There's a guy on the end of that. <laughs> yeah, who's <laughs> is just. I'm like, going for the tick. Where's yeah. that knee coming from? <laughs> just Masvidal shave his legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that a tattoo? Bang! <laughs> Makes him more aerodynamic when he fights. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Those knees fly. Sounds like a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> those knees fly centimeters per second faster. That. Bink. Oh. But are they going to show the uppercut he threw? I hope. No, they don't. Because he would have been sleeping. Is that. That wonderful, it's, he's got to keep working that job. Oh. Aggressive roundhouse by Rydell there. That would have been bad news. Ooh, there it was. Oh, man. Man, that was not... Oh. Oh. Go back to his Aggressive fast, double though. leg there. It didn't really work. Scrambled pretty well. He's still Ooh. scrambling. Yeah, Rydell is doing nothing for his cardio you know, preservation right now. Do you know, like, ironically, what, like, a good scramble looks like after getting taken down is, like, have you ever watched two dogs play fighting? And, Dog, one, yeah. and one gets knocked over underneath the other one. Yeah, dude, yeah. they just uh -huh. like yeah, anything. The, the limbs go. Yeah, it just oh, oh. they just move. Ooh, 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 ooh! We tried to lock a guillotine in there. Rydell <laughs> did almost. They just move in the most like crazy way until they stand up. <laughs> well, he's got a nice uh, looks like two face ooh. there. Nice little shiner. Good, good driving single leg takedown. By Malarkey. He's got good wrestling. Ooh, oh no, clamshell. Here we go. <clears throat> Scissor guard. <laughs> Ground controlled. Alright. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> that looks precarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not really 
uh, Ooh, Twister. He's, he's like holding him down, but he's not really like throwing anything to me. Yeah, now he ends up in that same position. I bet, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to see Riddell capitalize on this by landing some shots or doing something. Yeah, that's the bad part about a striker with a little bit of wrestling. When a wrestler is on his back with a striker up top, you got to worry about a whole hell of a lot more. <laughs> oh, because they just want to hit you. Yeah, they're just going to, you know, they're not going to try to get you in any kind of tri- like triangle or any kind of choke or some kind of some oh, kind of oh, pick oh, or anything. Oh, they're just going to try oh, to position man. themselves to pass. That's going to be exhausting. Yeah, hopping around on one foot like that? Like... Yeah. But also, Rydell's doing a great job of just hanging all of his weight right on right on Malarkey's neck against the cage. Yeah, he's just making him muscle him around. <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, Malarkey's got the leverage, but that's also uncomfortable, having a guy's chin into the top of your head. Yeah. But I couldn't deal with that, I don't think. Rydell's hand's still low. Ooh, oh, great outside is. leg kick. That was, that was part of, he found his range there. Cause yeah. He felt so safe when that kick went. That he, that, like, that wasn't going to touch him. Yeah, that was, that hurt, that hurt Malarkey yeah. right there real bad. He's not showing it. They're almost standing too close. Oh. See? Like, yep, they're, they're standing too close. <laughs> it, this isn't their range, like. I don't know why. Ooh, good combo oh. by Rydell. Great combo. The straight right. Great combo. Made him think. How can someone explain to me how Rydell's fucking like being the lengthy fighter here with the short arms? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he's completely. Ooh, yeah. Oh man. Oh, Rydell, no. Rydell's just in full he mount right now. He went to take him down. Ended up flat. Yeah, he's in top. I think now. Rydell knows. Rydell's got more wrestling than uh, he's letting on currently. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the jujitsu game. <laughs> yeah, is he is he a jujitsu player? Because they were just talking about yeah, striker every, versus wrestler. Ev- I think everybody. Yeah. Everybody in this place. <laughs> ooh, ooh, is, ooh, ooh. They're doing jujitsu at least three times a week. You know, what I mean, yeah, like you at least. Have to. He's just bleeding everywhere. Ooh, ooh, oh boy, we yeah, got a choke there you here. Go. Ooh, uh, not a choke, but we got a definite. Oh, look at his jaw. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, okay. oh, man. I can open the thing. It's cold outside. Wrench. Then I'll leave it open. I can throw the fan on and pull some cold out. Rydell in. dropping bombs Trying from the to. top there. And he. Uh, oh, no, Malarkey. Sorry, Malarkey was dropping bombs. Oh, that was nice. He got I back like into that, like almost every fight you watch, even like in between rounds when it's not over yet, they're always like super. Most of them, yeah. yeah. Most of them are super chill. It's like they turn it on when it's time yeah. to turn He's it like, on. He's like, okay, here, get up. We're we're done with this round. We're cool. Like... Yeah. Well, that's how you can kind of tell the the dudes that are in there to fight and the guys that are in there to. Oh, not. there's a there's a fight coming up here on the fight night cards. Uh, yeah, Rodriguez versus uh, Jeremy Stevens. They're playing it back because it was a no contest because of an eye poke. Oh, yes. And uh, that fight is all so much more entertaining right now because Yeah Rodriguez (laughs) is just become, at least on my process of it, is just like 
the type of guy you just want to watch get smashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he he came up to Jeremy. Did you see that that one where it was a no contest? No, it was a that was one of the cards where they threw it on at like midday. Mm-hmm. And uh. Which we, one am I thinking of though that we saw that got ended for some stupid reason? For the poke, it was a heavyweight fight. Yeah. Was it? I think it was the last. I think it was two forty two. Okay, well it was not the same one. I think it was two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I it was remember. a heavyweight fight. Yeah, I forget the dude's name. He was coming back off a long layoff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, he, was he just didn't four want year, to. Yeah, yeah. He, he you, it. you won't see him in there again. Yeah. <laughs> you done? I forget who that was. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, ooh. ooh I, 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 tribe I can't understand why Malaki is <sighs> choosing to. He's the one closing the distance. Yeah, it's weird. You notice that like he's not throwing he's any strikes throwing until he gets on. like in his striking range. I'm it's thinking. Weird. I'm thinking he's. He's trying to do exactly that. I think he's closing the distance because he's trying to get Rydell to overthrow. Oh, okay. Oh. And take and take him down, but it's just not working. Yeah, no. And most and then, of the takedowns have I don't, gone to Rydell. He's also got that distance wrong because I think that uh, Rydell's striking range is a lot further than you would think. Looking at his his posture, like he can actually. When he extends his arm out, mm-hmm. so the range, the stand out and strike. When they close this distance here, when they actually do collide, the arms are passing each other and they're butting shoulders and heads and yeah. shit. You know, yeah. like that they, they can't get anything off because they're getting too close. Ooh, good combo oh, by Rydell. That shook that. Malarkey. Yeah, when he storms in. Oh, it's about this is gonna be a fucking. Oh, here it goes. Back alley shit. Here it goes. <laughs> it's just gonna be a slobber knocker. Oh man. Oh, good elbow by by Rydell to Malarkey there. There you go. Malarkey's on the ropes. He's on the ropes. Oh Ooh, yeah. wow. Rydell ate that big shot. He did because did you see what he had? He like planted his feet. Oh shit. Chin. Yeah. Almost. Ooh, po- Malarkey oh, with the guillotine maybe locked in. Chin almost pointing the ceiling. He's got his chin tucked hard. Yeah, he's too tight. He let to go squeeze. though. Yeah. Him on his head. He's got to shake him off. Shake it off. Yeah, if he can like. There you go. Yeah. Now he'll oh, fall man. off. He'll fall off the top. Rydell to stand. Come on. He needs the. Yeah, there you go. He's like, yeah, get off. He okay. got it. He got it. Oh, his gum shield fell out too. He's like, I, I found this did. in the third row. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Rydell this ate straight right. Oh, 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 oh Malarkey eating two. Again. Again. The ref should stop it. Like, he whenever the, whenever the mouth... Oh, the oh, 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 Dropped. Oh, Elbow dropped. Oh, man, Rydell's eating face right now. He didn't get his teeth knocked out. Yeah, oh, his teeth is. just got knocked out with that punch. I had to. Oh, shit. Yeah, so yeah. Malarkey's getting smashed Ooh, right business? now. What is this business? Oh, he's... He's stopping him from rolling if I was that guy, oh, okay. to his front. I thought he was trying to do some sort of weird standing arm bar or something. I would have been something. saying something yeah. to the other guy, because guaranteed hey, the, he would have been like, all right, hold on. He, yeah, guys have done that in the past, though. Ooh, oh, man. And he, basically, caring. the ref, it's all uh, to the ref's disclosure, you know, like, it's his job is to defend himself at all times, so he can't stop in the middle of a fight and go to the ref and bitch my, my, yeah, you know like shield, not that he would know. be a bitch in this in circumstance but sure. the guys who choose not to defend themselves and yeah, do that you feel Rydell just on top yeah he's getting smashed right now but Rydell's uh, been very dominant this last half oh, of this last and he's got his here. mouth you open too you can clearly see that it's not in yeah. his mouth like, yeah 
getting like punched in the mouth with your jaw slack so like this. Yeah, you're fucking holding it. Why would oh you? Oh my god. He had hold of it the entire time. <laughs> yeah, like how would you not what be a like, dick wait, shot. hold on, just pause where you're at. Oh, Malarkey ate it again. Again. I think... Malarkey's got a I, chin on I him. think that Malarkey might steal this. I'm gonna go with the outsider's Two opinion. big body shots he ate, I though. think that Riddell might have gassed himself here. Not that I'm not saying Malarkey looks much better at this oh, point. No, oh, Malarkey ate a big shot. Oh, another big shot. Nah, he I, gone. He's Do it. Another one. Come on, end it. End it. No. God. No. Malarkey's got a chin. Look on at it. that. He knocked him down with a push, bro. Like what was that? Malarkey has a chin on him for a He's wrestler. My hero, Holy man. shit. Oh man. Psychic jacking man. him from the side. Psychic bubble man. Got oh, us. what's up, dog? He is, uh, he's going to bed. Uh, he wants to know what time the Whitaker Adesanya fight is. About and an hour. Yeah. No. And he said he's so tired. He's a main card. 17 hour day. His mouth grabbed out again, dude. The yeah. ref just picked it up. It's out again. Oh, that was oh, a that cheap was wrong. shot. Oh. He knew that his mouth guard was out and he punched him right in the teeth. Somebody's getting their jaw wired today. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, points-wise, for the last, it dude. goes to Rydell, but for toughness... Malarkey's my hero. <laughs> dude, yeah, fucking Malarkey's my... He's got such a chin on him. He was literally, in that exchange, when he didn't know what to do getting hit with those shots, he decided, I'm going to take my face to you. Yeah. <laughs> he had his arms down and just walked forward yeah, with his face. Yeah, he walked forward like... with his face. There's teeth on that towel. Ew, that's God. gross. Ooh. That's so gross. I can't believe that. I can't believe they didn't come. Like, wow. Oh, man. Out. Oh, his jaw is broken. Look, it's broken. Yeah. That's oh. why he couldn't close it, probably. It's broken. Oh. His jaw is broken. Oh, yeah, it's totally broken. Look at the God. side over there. It was literally moving like this. His jaw, his this. fucking mandible bone. This sucker punch right here. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> God, that hurts my soul. They should, they should dock him points for that. They should, it was absolutely. There's no way. He yeah, should, man. He should win this after that. That was a bitch, bitch move. Ugh. Oh, maybe it's not. Oh no! Look at them teeth. Wow. Look at them toothers. He's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or his mandible bone poked through the side. <laughs> There's a little chip in there. Yeah. Oh man, his That's jaw his bottom has teeth. to be yeah. <laughs> that are stuck into his the top. His jaw had to be broken. Oh, dude, I just noticed the bike looks really cool. Yeah, man, looks After sweet as hell. Have you all painted it? That looks pretty cool. Yeah, man. Turned all right, we'll be putting uh, we'll be putting that video up on round table on the the round table YouTube channel. Yeah, man. Shortly. Turned out Look sick, at it. Yeah. yeah, it's pimping as hell. Pimping. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, I'm, I'm bummed you couldn't hang out, Psychic Bubblegum Man. You're one of my favorites. Yeah, man. He always gets a boner when you come in. We do. You get so excited. It's literally the greatest channel name on YouTube. <laughs> Psychic Bubblegum Man. Oh, no infomercials? We're just going to do that. Yeah. Apparently we're on a commercial. They heard. <laughs> they were like, they didn't like it. <laughs> Change it. <laughs> they know. They know. They figured it out. For those of you listening on the podcast, uh, this episode 
And as all episodes are brought to you by Anchor, you can enjoy our podcast on Spotify and also anchor.fm slash the lab. That's one word, T-H-E-L-A-D. Our uh, sponsor for this particular podcast is Anchor. It is a podcasting app, uh, all-in-one stop for all of your podcasting needs. Uh, you will be running some copy for them shortly. Everyone else is talking around me. Look at him. <laughs> he can't shut his mouth, can he? They gave it to Rydell. Holy shit. It to the side. Yeah, it looks like all cocked up. Oh, yeah, well, he and busted his, his jaw. Nasty. Look at him. His jaw is fucking broken. Yeah, it's got to be oh. hanging like that. Ladies and germs, it it's goes to Brad Rydell. Right on, take it easy, man. Later, brother. It goes to Brad Rydell. Well, I don't know. He broke his friggin' Dude, jaw. Hey, you look like a damn cockatoo. <laughs> What's uh? This is uh, this is gonna ruin the pocket. What is the next card there? Uh, war. Oh, let's see. I'll change it. Big ups to Malarkey though. Holy crap! Yeah. What a jaw on that dude. What's even though it's in two pieces now. Two forty three. No, I didn't knock, knock it off. Good. I don't know. Robert Whitaker, who did we just watch? We just watched uh, Ride Down Malarkey. Holly Holm fights tonight? No. Nah, that got cancelled. Did it? Yeah. She got an injury, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we just watched Ride Down. Yeah. Okay, so next is Callan Potter and McKee Patolo. Patolo? Is it Patolo? Yeah. All right, ladies and germs. I'll have it sitting here, so when you guys want to know. Dope. Our chat screener, our young Jamie here, my wife, Tiffany. (laughs) So, say hi to the people on the podcast that can't see you. Young Jamie... Young Jamie, my wife, is a sentence now. I want to hear Joe Rogan. (laughs) My wife, young Jamie. Uh, We'll be back with the Potter-Patolo fight. It's P-I-T-O-L-O. So we're going to go with Patolo. Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Potter. Anyway, uh, we'll be back on The Lad after this short break.